Hello and welcome to Team Franco Bodybuilding Podcast. This is Joe, of course, and before I get into the topic of discussion for today, I just want to thank everyone for listening, sharing. Uh, the feedback over the last few months has been fantastic, and I really do appreciate it. Every once in a while, I'll get a message on some social media format saying, Joe, this is great. I don't have a coach. This is helping me. Or giving them some information where it's eye-opening to them, even if they do have a coach. Uh, My goal is just to keep it as truthful as possible, anecdotal type information that I, because I've been working with clients for almost 30 years, thousands of clients, myself prepping and all that stuff. It's just my opinion. You know, some, some of you may be listening and say, I'm off my rocker. So be it. I don't care. This is I like to do this because I don't think there's a good enough, uh, how can I put it? There's a lot of crappy information out there. All right, on to the topic. So you see in the title, top five keys to a successful diet. And that could be for a contest prep, losing a few pounds, whatever. Or you can reverse it and think about this list as top five things to avoid as far as having a good diet. Now, these are not in any particular order. I just jotted down five reasons why I think people need to embrace to have success when it comes to their diet. And again, it could be just for losing five pounds for the summer, contest prep, you know, for a six-month prep, whatever the case may be. But once you embrace and take in these five reasons, I think it can break you through to, you know, break through that plateau or that barrier that just might be holding you back. So the first one is don't take a drastic approach, okay? Uh, Too often people say, all right, I'm going to start a diet, whether if it's a name diet or a meal plan or even macros, it's a drastic approach. Now, I believe in a slower transition. And to give you an example it's basically when a client comes to me, I try to learn what their guesstimated caloric intake is. And then from there, I'll just give them the macros that hit typically their normal calories so they can build up the consistency. They can build up the discipline as far as repetition, getting into the groove of things. Instead of like crushing them with a 500 caloric deficit or if they're not used to eating certain foods, say, no, you can't have those foods or and you got to replace. That's too much and you're going to fail. You know, you're going to get discouraged right away and you're going to fail. So it's that transition of nice and slow and controlled that I think can lead to greater success rather than going, you know, left to right real quick, right to left real quick, whatever the case may be. It's a slow transition so your body and your mind get used to it. So nothing too drastic because we want consistency. The number two reason uh, why I think that can help you succeed in diet is, you know, every once in a while, if you feel like you're going to slip, you know, if you have a craving or what, you got to remind yourself what your goal is. Now, I get it. I'm all about balance and flexibility and all that. And I did a podcast about how to cheat on your diet, but you still need that goal 
out in front of you like that carrot because that's what's going to pull you through some of the tough times where if you don't have a goal, your habits will be decreased. So if you have that goal, whether if it's fitting into a certain dress, bathing suit, stepping on stage, whatever it may be, you got to remind yourself of that goal that you're striving for because that goal will increase the habits, give you that diet success that we're after and make the transition that much more. It's reminding yourself of that goal because sometimes some people say they want to compete, they push, they fall off, they get back on, they don't have the consistency and the carrot is always being pushed back. Now, yeah, if one person is doing really well and they need more time because they are nailing it and just time is the one factor that will help improve them, that's one thing. But if that target is always moving and they're always failing, well, you got to remind yourself of the goal and you got to increase those habits because that is one piece that I think a lot of people are lax. You know, take the goal seriously. The third factor that I think can give you greater diet success is to remind yourself, food is just food. I have this conversation with my daughter sometimes and some clients that I'm close with where I'm like, fuck it, don't make food bigger than what it really is, right? I mean, generations, thousands, tens of thousands of years ago, people just ate food to survive. And I'm not saying that's the approach that you need now, but food is just food. And it's hard because, you know, celebrations, parties, going out, it's always surrounded by food. You can't lose sight of what, you know, Father's Day is or a birthday may be or, or an anniversary is. It's a celebration and food is part of it. But if you have that goal set and to, and to increase your habits, you need to be mindful of what you're eating for that celebration. You got to do it. That's, that's what you have to do. You have to remind, it's just food. Um, there's a lot of ways to work around that and not to beat yourself up. But again, don't make it bigger than what it really is because, you know, you're still eating, right? You just might be eating a little bit less and there's ways of manipulating the diet as far as if you're doing macros to make things fit so you can have a taste, you can enjoy it, but don't look at it as that, you know, you have a celebration and you got to indulge and overeat and everything. Uh, that's, that's the topic for another day, but remind yourself, food is just food, guys. You know, it's, it's going to be there again. And that's going to be my fifth one I'm going to talk about. The fourth reason um, for to keep diet, dieting and keep it more successful kind of lends towards the first one is don't reduce, don't go into a huge caloric deficit. And this is where I see people fail often and where I'll get clients from other coaches where they could be nailing it, but their adherence slows down because the reductions week to week are too great. Where they're starting off, say a woman of whatever age and whatever body weight, but they're taking in 1,500 calories and they're having success. And instead of just riding it out, riding the wave out until you need to make a change, they'll drop it down by another 300 calories. And then again, in a week, another 300 calories. And before you know it, they're well under 1,000 calories. 
and they're like craving everything because it was just too fast. The deductions and macros or meal plan or whatever the case may be was too aggressive and they didn't allow their body to get used to the food that they were eating even though they were still having progress. Now to me, if you're having progress on numbers, you wanna ride that wave out for as long as you can until it's actually really needed to make another reduction. And sometimes large reductions are not always the idea. Now, yes, if you're a male that's competing for the first time and you're 250 pounds and you're only 5'8", well, you can probably get away with bigger deductions because you've been overeating that much more. You know, you can be more aggressive. But if you need to lose 10, 12 pounds to be stage ready or for whatever your goal, taking those big jumps... Yes, some people can handle it. There are outliers. I've seen it. I've dealt with it. But drastic changes like that as far as reducing calories in addition to what I talked about with the first point, changing foods or whatever the case may be, can lead to a blowout, can lead to more binges. So that's why eating the things that you do like, small changes, letting your body and more importantly, your mind get used to it is ideal. And this all goes to, you know, one of my most listened to podcasts about having an exit plan, you know, how you diet in, you know, for whatever your goal is, leading up to your goal is often how you're going to respond afterwards, where if you're crushing it and killing yourself, having great progress, but you know what, the rebound can be much worse, where if you go slow in, have the same progress, but give yourself more time to diet down, you're going to come out of reaching your goal in a much better place and not have those cravings, not have those crashes, and you're not going to quit. So that leads me to my fifth point, you know, key to a successful diet. Remind yourself, guys, it's not forever. Um, I think sometimes when people get so... You know, they, they are food orientated, they're in the gym, they're doing great, they want to make the change, they put everything in play, but then they say, oh, I'm going to miss pizza night, or I'm going to miss having my wine. Well, sure you are, but it's not forever. You know, after you reach your goal, you can bring those things back in responsibly, and you're going to be okay. It's a mentality where... You gotta say your. You gotta remind yourself again where point number two was. This is a goal. I gotta do what I gotta do because I want to reach it. Because some people said I couldn't. I want to prove to myself that I can. I reached a certain time in my life that I want to take care of myself. All these things come into play, and but you gotta be responsible about it and realize you know after five six months of hard dieting reaching my goal, I get to enjoy those things again. But that's where it comes down to the mindset where food is just food. So you see these five topics that I brought up all kind of blend and lend to each other where it's the mindset, it's reminding yourself of the goal, making food no bigger than what it really is, taking it slow and controlled, all these things tied together for having great diet success. So as a quick review... Don't do anything too drastic. Transition slowly. Your body and mind will thank you. Remind yourself of that goal, how important it is to you. And you got to do, you have to have that discipline. Discipline's greater than motivation, guys. You could want to step on stage. 
You could want to fit in that dress, that bikini, that new suit, whatever it is. But you need to be disciplined. You got to remind yourself of the goal. Food is just food. It's a tool to help you reach your goal. Reductions in calories. Nothing too crazy. And last but not least, it's not going to be forever. Because again, when I have clients that I work with year in, year out, we do you know strategic diet breaks. And is it any more beneficial? It may help with adherence over time. I do believe that. Um, there's no real information or science saying that, yeah, that's more productive, but mentally and physically, it can take a easier, you know, be easier on the body and especially the mind. So it all lends together. So the biggest take-home point, slow and controlled diet. Give yourself plenty of time. You're going to have greater success. You're going to adhere to everything that much more. And then after you reach your goal, the transition coming out of it, the exit plan will be that much easier to deal with and to work with. So I'm going to wrap this one up. Uh, hopefully this has been helpful. The top five ways of having a successful diet or you can flip it and you can be like, you know what, the top five things to avoid or, you know, why diets fail and just rearrange that in your head. So hopefully, guys, this has been helpful. Um, just putting this out there, again, my opinion. If this type of philosophy interests you in the coaching, hit me up at franco at verizon.net. Check me out on all the socials. Uh, if you don't know, I am logging my life prep, maybe contest prep on my personal Instagram page, Joe Franco TFB, with a couple of underscores in there. So check that out if you're interested. And I'll talk to you soon.